everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and this week we have Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What's up? What dog. up, dudes? Pasta, pasta dogs. Pasta what dogs. Is, what is it? <laughs> pasta pups. Digital <laughs> It's digital DiGiorno pals, or digital DiGiorno dudes. <laughs> it's like the fourth sequel to like Snow Dogs. It's like pasta dogs. <laughs> snow dogs three colon pasta dogs <laughs> exclamation point <laughs> and then like there's a prequel and there's pasta pups yeah. right snow Ooh. dogs might not be a real movie is that a real movie i don't know or what is you're that, talking about or is that a 30 rock joke <laughs> snow piercer uh, thinking of iron will that's a sled dog movie snow dog millionaire <laughs> there's no way to tell <laughs> we we'll never know i would suggest uh someone texted me uh like a suggested nickname for spaghetti jim that really fits better for halloween so i think i'm gonna save it oh, oh you're gonna okay <laughs> okay so remember this moment uh six months from now i almost for no. surely will not <laughs> <laughs> although you know quarantine who's to say like it goes yeah. by super slow, but at the same time, like not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, they say uh, they say that. So when you were like a kid, it seemed like time went by really, really slow. Mm-hmm. And then we, as you grow older, time seems to go by faster. Mm-hmm. And that's just essentially because one year of your life now mm-hmm. is it's a far relative. smaller percentage of your actual entire life than it was when you were like ten. Right. Sure. So it, I mean, it's all relative still, but it's mm-hmm. just like ten. When you were ten, one year was ten percent of your life essentially. But now that you're thirty, then, it's like three percent. Yeah. Of your life. And, but then take that and then like add like quarantine. It's like I sit all day. Like days seem to take a long time, but also like months have gone by since this started. <laughs> and, and how did that happen? Go by <laughs> until it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. All right. Anyway, because eventually uh, they're going to open everything back up and then everyone's going to get sick again and then we're going to go back <laughs> into it. Yeah, um, it'll just be it'll be like the fifth season. It'll be winter, <laughs> spring, summer, fall and quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quarantine five. <laughs> like like which which wave did you get? Corona. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Oh, I got, yeah, I got Corona, uh, COVID-19-4 is what I got. Yeah. Fourth yeah. wave. I want to hold out to number three at least, you know? Oh, yeah. I just, <laughs> I just want to get to Corona 2021, you know, not yeah. not 2019. Waiting for them to, like, work out all the bugs so you can get the good one. They're <laughs> <laughs> beta testing right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Figure, Corona's up. your stuff out. Corona being a biological weapon confirmed by Joe, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy theorists are all over the podcast. And and I guess speaking of the podcast, Joe, what is first and last for any new listeners uh, chiming in for the first time? Um, government conspiracies, mostly Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Dan a Brown. Of, a little bit of stone cutters. Ghost supernatural. <laughs> yeah. All unexplained phenomena. Uh <laughs> wow um um you know that or it's a tv podcast 
but we only take the first and last episodes of a TV show and watch those as opposed to the entire series, um, which, you know, sounds boring, more interesting to just watch the first and last, right? Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Two out of three podcast hosts on this podcast agree with you. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're just, you know, getting the best bits of a show. Episode one. And in this case, episode 20. <laughs> what Ooh. show are we doing? <laughs> yeah, short show this week. Yeah, super um, short. This week I picked Party Down. You guys familiar? I don't, know. Oh. I don't think I know what that is at all. It's uh, Ben Scott, right? Yeah, uh, starring Adam Scott. Of, Adam uh, Scott. Of Parks and Rec fame. Um, it was a show on Stars. that's kind of a cult hit in that it... Only ran two seasons for 20 episodes and was widely regarded, but little watched. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly, like a lot of great TV shows that were like, you know, on TV yeah. seem to gain recognition once they are done with TV. Yeah. yeah. So I did a little bit of research without like trying to spoil anything for myself, but it seemed like the cancellation was really... Um, like a no one was watching it and b like adam scott was moving on to parks and rec and um jane lynch is in it um and she was moving on to glee um so they just kind of went eh maybe let's just end it so what year was this you got the stats for me Joe? yeah it's 2009 to 2010 okay um so i think parks and rec started um 2010 um so i think he like had that full season of this and then moved on to parks and rec because like adam scott didn't show up in parks and rec until like season two right i believe so yes yeah it was later Mm -hmm. i like him a lot he's uh i mean i've only really seen him i've only seen him on parks and rec and he was he's sometimes a guest on a different podcast i think it's called how did this get made? Mm-hmm. It's like a T it's a, the movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, on, they have him on when they review fast and the furious movies. <laughs> and I think, I think he was on the, I listened to the one with him being on in fast and the furious five. And they just talk about how big the rock is for like <laughs> most of the time. They barely get to the movie. Hey, he's a big boy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, yeah, I like Adam. Stop Scott. listening to this and go he's listen to that. Po- no, i Adam Scott is a great had a great other podcast called You Talking You Two to Me about because <laughs> well, he's a big U2 fan and they just talk about every U2 album starting from the beginning. God, that sounds great. I mean, not a U2 podcast, but <laughs> having a podcast <laughs> of a band that you love and going through each album, that sounds great. Yeah. After they finished, they did um I'm going to screw it up. It's like it's an REM one, but it's like re like talking REM re me or something, something with <laughs> REM also in the title. <laughs> so what, it, what do we, what I don't know anything about this show party down to me. Sounds like it's a, uh, like they're uh, like party planners or something. Yeah. I've, I feel like I've seen like the, like the cover i don't know if it's called the cover but like a poster for the show um and it looks like they're all wearing like um 
like uh, some sort of uniform where they're wearing like white shirts, black pants, and like pink bow ties. So it makes me think that they're like they're either caterers or magicians, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Google search and only Google Party Down TV show, but I'm gonna go directly to the uh, images so I don't ruin anything. <laughs> um, I, I also thought they looked like caterers when I saw trailers for this. Mm-hmm. To also me, they, yeah, they, hilarious. They look like they're either they're catering or they like work at maybe uh, some sort of restaurant. Yeah. Oh, Martin Starr's in this. That's pretty great. He was one of the guys in uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I knew that name looked familiar. Ken um, Marino is in a lot of stuff. He's in the Wet Hot American Summer. The ten years later. As All like, right, so yeah, as what? Well, he's in he's in uh, the the like the whole series, I think. But it's just hilarious watching him in the like 2017, and they he's supposed to be like this stud, and he's anyway. If you knew who he was, he looks familiar. I don't know from what. He's been in a lot of drunk histories, but I guess everyone has at this point. <laughs> He was in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hmm. He's been in a lot of things. You recognize him. All right. Um, all right. So purely on pictures, uh, this show is a about a catering. They all work for a catering company. Um, but it looks like during work, I'm going to go with during work and afterwards, um, there's a lot of shenanigans slash drug use that probably goes on and then uh afterwards they use the leftover stuff to uh host their own secret parties and make extra money on the side doing that that is uh what Mm. i think this show is about oh that sounds like a lot of work (laughs) like they take the scraps from the yeah, I think they Parties I think they work and... in I think they don't go places. I think they like work in a in a in a spot maybe, you know? Mm. It's like a, they have a hall or whatever. And then they a party gets hosted and when they're like this one's going to be good. This like this this person's wedding, they're super rich, it's going to be awesome. Then like they help their friends maybe even crash the party uh or they just kind of use the stuff and have their own parties afterwards. Mm. Is that correct? Almost for surely not, but that's what I'm guessing before we get into this. Mm, I love it. It feels good. It feels right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It feels right. Someone's going to be smoking weed in this episode. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Calling think, it right now. I think whatever shenanigans happen that Adam Scott has to be the one he's like trying to talk people out of doing it. Ben is his name in Parks and Rec. That's why I, Ben Wyatt. Yeah. That's why I call him Ben uh. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it's going to be interesting to see him in a, a role where he would be like an 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 enabler for like shenanigans or something. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what he is in this, but if that's the kind of role he takes, it'd be a very interesting thing to see him do that. Very opposite Ben Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he he doesn't necessarily need to be like a kind of like a typecast character but it seems like 
that's a really good role for him. Mm-hmm. That kind of like Ben Wyatt, kind of neurotic, nerdy, like intri- like that kind of guy. I hope he does a claymation of some form. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd be surprised if he wasn't just Ben Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who who knows who Adam Scott was before Parks and Rec, you know? No one's ever seen it. No one watched it. <laughs> <laughs> We're the first three people to watch it. We're going to get the internet to watch this show afterwards. <laughs> this is the fate of this show rests on our, our, our collective shoulders. Can we do it? Or is it, can it do it, really, is the question. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any other predictions of what you think might uh, the show's just even about or what's going to happen in this first episode? Um, do you think we see any food? Is there, like, a chicken Kiev? I mean, <laughs> it's a some sort of... Uh, I mean, not a buffet, but, yeah, I mean, you know, just typical uh, wedding... Sir, a non-wedding buffet maybe, is what we're going to see. Maybe an airline chicken? Yeah. Well, there's going to be a fish option and a vegetarian option <laughs> as well, I'm assuming. I think um, Jane Lynch is like the hard ass, like middle management catering person. Who she's like the boss, and like she's the boss, but not the owner. Yeah, and everyone just hates her. That's what I think. I'm gonna love her because Jane Lynch is fantastic. Yeah, she's the best. Maybe she ruined the show. She's like, you know what? No one watches this show, but they're going to watch Glee. I'm out of here. Have you guys seen, we just watched uh, A Mighty Wind recently. And her like I mean, backstory I've seen it, but in that not for movie probably is a that decade. Like, she was like a, she was like shooting porn when she like met this guy and then joined his folk band. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I I've seen it. Joe, have you ever seen those? The Christopher Guest movies? Um, I think I, I've seen like maybe one of them. Just Is there one them? where there's like, they're like planning a musical or something? Hmm. I mean, Is that a Mighty Wind? Like, Is it Mighty Wind? Is it like folk music? No. Is Eugene Levy in it? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like maybe it was a play or something. <laughs> I could be wrong. Hmm. This is Spinal Tap? Yes, I've seen Spinal Tap. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Have you seen the dog one? Best in show? No, I don't think so. That's like the first one I saw. That's great. Is Waiting for Guffman about a play musical? Maybe. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Maybe that's the one I've seen. What's the Yeah, I think What's the folk music one called? A Mighty Wind. Okay, so those are two separate movies. <laughs> Waiting for <laughs> <Okay>. Yes, confirmed. <laughs> yes. We're we're sure. pretty sure. Maybe. <laughs> There's no way to tell. Um, okay. Well, should we get into this uh first episode? Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, know. A Mighty Wind. Let's watch it. Yeah, we're going to say we're going to we'll be back after we watch all of A Mighty Wind. <laughs> no. Easily um, distracted. Oh, there is an yeah. episode title. It's called Willow Canyon Homeowners Annual Party. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's long. And it's uh, directed very by very descriptive. Directed by Fred Savage. Oh, yeah. oh. that Fred Savage. Excellent. You know, that one. <laughs> and this didn't take off? Huh. That's <laughs> not. It's funny that not. on like Fred Savage's Wikipedia page, it's not like, you know, Fred Savage from like two years ago. It's his picture from 1989. 
Yeah, it's his Wonder Years picture, <laughs> yeah. basically. Like, he's Sounds an adult, right. and, like, they still just, like, have a picture of him as a kid. He's Gosh. been an adult for decades and decades. <laughs> yeah. He's done work since then, besides directing, so. Yeah. Well. Eh, well, what are you going to do? Um, all right, cool. Well, let's get into this first episode, and we'll be back after that. And we are back. We are done with the first episode of Party Down, entitled Willow Canyon Homeowners Annual Party. It's a very long title name for uh, an episode of TV. It's like a Fallout Boy song title. <laughs> exactly. Like a 2004 titles? emo band title. <laughs> yeah, I could, I can hear that. I could see that. Um, you got a write-up for us, Jim? Yeah, about like a Fall Out Boy album. Sure. Yeah, you just want to rate or just re- do a quick review on some of your favorite Fall Out Boy albums? <laughs> I was albums? just going to read some lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Willow Canyon Homeowners Annual Party. Failed actor Henry Pollard, played by Adam Scott, returns to the Party Down Catering Company, led by Ron Donald, played by Ken Marino. The team cater a suburban homeowners annual party hosted by gordon and liddy mcspadden where henry's co-workers and guests recognize him from a well-known beer commercial with the catchphrase are we having fun yet casey klein has problems with her husband over her job roman tricks kyle into thinking he's got an offer for a film and, oh, that's it? Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not a film. I'm pretty sure it's a TV show. I mean, he tricked him, though. Yeah, um, whatever it was, it wasn't true. Yeah. I mean, my first laugh in this whole episode was when the guy was like, my name's Ron Donald. And I was like, <laughs> that's a good first name. That's a good name. Ron Donald. Ron Donald. Um, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people in it. There's like more people than I thought. I didn't realize that... Uh, the girl who plays Casey Klein is Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. And she's and she's from Mean Girls. Yeah, she's Janice. Yeah. She's Your Janice mom's chest mean. hair. She's other things as well. I feel like every time she pops up in something, I'm like, hey, it's it's that girl. She's great. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think this is the first non Mean Girls thing I've seen her in. It took me a second to recognize hmm. her. She's, she's in she's true just blood. like she mm. just like cameos, not cameos, but is kind of like a yeah. I guess I don't I don't can't recall of anything else that like she's like a main character in like mm. this you know but more of a recurring there's just t- yeah but there's like tv shows that she'll be in like two or three episodes kind of thing she'll be a, a friend or a girlfriend or something like that mm-hmm. so i'm happy that she's in the show because i think she's great um and then yeah. there's so then there's ron donald he's the team the team leader of this specific team of the party down catering company he he definitely like referenced like the actual boss owner of like Party Down, so he, he's not like the boss boss. Yeah, he's who I thought Jane Lynch would be in this show. Yeah, she's yeah. very much not that. <laughs> Jane Lynch is named Constance, and she just kind of seems like she works there, but also just kind of wants to like party and hang out with the 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 other guests at the party. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's there to party down. If yeah. you will. 
that was probably the first thing that I laughed at was like she was like eating cheese that was like left out and like got <laughs> reprimanded for it and like then she spit out the cheese into the sink. <laughs> oh. I thought she was gonna spit out the cheese like onto the plate and get like yelled at again. I was like, don't spit I the thought, cheese on the plate. As well. Um and then Henry, which is Adam Scott's character, so he's just like was in a beer commercial and now tried to be an actor for a long time and used to work for Party Down, it sounded like, with mm-hmm. Ron Donald. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, and then is begrudgingly coming back to to do that. So he's like the the main character slash the new character in this group, basically. Right. Throughout the episode, people keep saying to Henry, like, don't I know you from something? Weren't you in something? And they can't they can't place it. And then I think uh, Casey is the first one to place him. She's like, oh, wait, you're that guy. And she says, like, but, like, why are you working here? And then he says, well, like, do you remember me from anything else? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Long pause. Yeah. And the scene. Like, Ig- exactly. Um, hmm. R- Roman was Martin Starr from Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and, other, and other such things. Uh He's just kind of a very Martin Starr character, very like monotone and doesn't care and messes with people mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then there was Kyle. I don't really know. I've never I don't feel like I've seen him in things before. Have, do you guys know who that guy is? Um, well, no, he's a. Uh, so I was looking at who created this because it's Paul Rudd. And three other dudes mm-hmm. who oh, all okay. like created or wrote or worked on Veronica Mars. And um, this guy, Kyle, Ryan Hansen, was in Veronica Mars. Oh, was he a main character was, in Veronica Mars? He, he was definitely heavily involved. Okay. And then um, the actual the guy owner of the house, I already forgot his character's name oh i mean yeah he's just the Whoever. owner of the house party yeah he, uh, he was he, he was in galaxy quest you guys see that with tim <laughs> allen and Gross. the late um the late oh shoot what's his name honor the dead jimmy what's um, his name it'll come to me uh and in just shoot me but he was also in um oh was he uh, in just shoot me veronica mars just shoot me yeah okay because i yeah i long show he looked familiar and i couldn't place him from what but just shoot me is it yeah he's a photographer yeah and he hung dong <laughs> in this which, episode uh, yeah he did yeah in this episode not in just shoot me that would be weird <laughs> <laughs> they had one really really racy episode in just shoot me where he hung dong <laughs> on abc or whatever the hell that wherever that was yeah so this show was made by Paul Rudd and three dudes who did Veronica Mars. So apparently, yeah, and and all these characters are based around like they're on people who are like in the biz somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Everyone seems to be everyone that's working in the catering company group seems to like have involvement in like being an actor. Like Liz, uh, Casey said, she's like a comedian. Obviously, mm-hmm. Kyle's like trying to get a role somewhere, and like. Constance Jane Lynch's character was talking about what all these stuff that she used to be in. So yeah, she's doing a lot of name dropping. Yeah. 
Um, I kind of felt like this had almost like a sort of like a like a a British TV feel. Like hmm. everything, like the the show is pretty slow and kind of like about like sixty four percent interesting the whole way through, but like just enough for you like keep watching it like it, it's not an it's not like uh like it's not trying to like give punchlines and be hilarious the whole time it's just kind of like slow and methodical sort of mm, I, don't, interesting. I don't i don't know like maybe it was like the be- the beginning half just because like the the first part before the title screen i was like oh that was like just nothing like it wasn't it wasn't very typical of kind of an american show so the mm. best thing I could think of, I was like, this almost feels kind of Britishy, kind of dry. Like, what British show does this feel like to you? I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. Just if I British, have, British just things. Like, in I'm general. just like thinking. Like, I'm just thinking. Like, it's just not. <laughs> it's just not a very Mr. Bean esque. <laughs> I mean, it's just not trying. <laughs> it's not packed full of jokes. It's not, yeah, it's not trying it's to, like, not keep your funny. attention. <laughs> it's just trying to, yeah, but it is, like, funny, but it's just not trying to be, like, huh, huh, look how funny we are, huh? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, American sitcoms and show are comedies that are trying to be funny. It's just kind of, yeah. like, yeah. there's, yeah. like, comedy in here, but it's also, like, kind of filled with a lot of silence and a lot of, like, just kind of... Yeah. The jokes... Just open space. The, uh, the shows with, like, a high joke-per-minute count can like it can get tiresome mm-hmm. because now you need to pay attention to every line and then by the time you're figuring out one joke then moving on to the next joke um this one like there was time between like big jokes so like when something did happen that was really funny like there was time to like laugh at that yeah it wasn't like you were yeah. laughing at one thing while they were trying to tell you another joke already yeah mm-hmm. and I mean, for some reason, I I mean, I can tell why that maybe doesn't work with an American audience sometimes, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Because they're like, make make me laugh right now or else I'm going to stop watching. I can't watch this for 30 minutes and I'll be laughing every five seconds. I can't handle it, you know? Mm -hmm. Attention spans are just too short. They're too short. Jokes have to be written closer together. (laughs) Yeah. Depending on the audience. Huh. I like it. I, I mean, I like I liked it. I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying that's a. Ba- I'm not saying that was a bad thing. I I liked the change of pace. You know. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt a little bit like uh, like a little bit of like a like a raunchier version of The Office. Mm. Um. Okay. I mean, I was kind of trying to think. I, I mm. when Jimmy was like, "What what show?" I was like, "British Office." But yeah. I think even the British Office has like more jokes in it. Uh-huh. You yeah. Know? than the show but they leave that like awkward silence in Mm -hmm. you know and where this show doesn't have like an awkward silence it just has like the space yeah like the ron character feels a little michael scott and like Mm. henry feels a little Mm. like jim and um casey's a little pam Mm. Mm -hmm. even like uh but like jim and pam with edge yeah even like martin Starr is a little dwight Hmm. Constance is a little uh, Angela. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe like a, a Kevin or something. <laughs> an energetic, an energetic Kevin. Yeah. 
But yeah, I got a little of those vibes. I, I did I did a little bit of like half-assed internet research, and I saw that um, when the show was initially pitched, um, it was pitched with uh, Paul Rudd as Henry and Steve Carell as Ron. Oh, boy. This was like in the early 2000s that they were first pitching it. Oh, um, wow. So that's something to imagine. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that is i mean yeah i mean i guess if it would have been then yeah huh because that's like that would have been pre the office right well i guess i'm glad that steve Carell didn't didn't want to do it or something Mm -hmm. or they didn't do it i guess i don't know (laughs) because it might have hurt his being in the office yeah but you could totally see steve Carell like playing that role of like the uh the boss who just went to like sensitivity training right like that's totally an office like plot point for michael scott yeah ron donald definitely like is kind of a a wacky like boss that nobody actually respects that's trying to like hold it together but is also not that good at his job it seems you know (laughs) like there's a reason why these people don't really respect him Mm -hmm. also it's a shitty job and just people that work shitty jobs like that don't care yeah exactly It'd be weird if all those people, like, cared that, like, a ton, you know? (laughs) There is a weird, like, difference, though, between Michael Scott and Ron Donald as far as Steve Carell. It's like, he's like a, he's like a lovable dumb guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's racist because he just doesn't, like, he doesn't understand, but somehow you don't fault him for it. (laughs) But, like, Ken Marino... (laughs) is like dumb racist but you also just like god that guy there's (laughs) like it's funny still but he's just dumb there's some like just innocence to um steve carell yeah that would have been a very different ron yeah like not many people can like star in a movie called the 40 year old virgin and like you're just like yeah that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) believable (laughs) yeah uh, so what else happened in this show? Um, Kyle tried to bang a child. Pretty sure <laughs> they didn't. I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't like go there. At least in terms of like proving what I said in the middle. Yeah, the, yeah. The Kyle guy like hits on the daughter of the couple that's hosting the party, mm-hmm. and like they go and like make out in her room. And I'm like, mm, she seems like she's not old enough. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be a plot point. And I'm like, just, we don't need another Californication on our hands. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting that they didn't, like, because it seemed like that was definitely going to be the payoff of, like, that joke. But they just don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just also like, yeah, it was a joke that almost led nowhere. Yeah. You know, they were like, huh? I think that might be, that's kind of British, right? Yeah, well, they're just, just like, saying. you know where this is going. We don't need to say it. <laughs> like, you get it. Yeah. Like, we're not, come on. They, they bait and switched about. it. They bait and switched it with Ron being in the teen girl's bedroom, bathroom, look, and it looks like he's masturbating, and that's what stops them from <laughs> making out, and that's that's with a big payoff. Is which is, which is funny because... Like uh that's the reason he said that like their old bartender guy i think they said his name was sage that was he said that was the reason why they fired him was because he was going into people's like closets and masturbating or something (laughs) like that oh i missed that yeah that's that's when uh when uh casey walked in like right away and she met henry and she was like 
who's this guy? And where's Sage? And he's like, well, we had to let him go because he kept he kept doing the thing. And then they kind of like said what it was in hmm. like a little bit after that. Hmm. So we did that. Um, and then obviously, I mean, we, you, you said it sort of Joe, but there's def there's a, there's a Jim and Pam thing with Henry and Lizzie mm-hmm. or Henry and Casey. Mm-hmm. Lizzie's her real name. Um, there's definitely that. She was like, Oh, I can't remember your name the whole time. And they kept talking and then he tried to like help her. And it was the only person he like was positive towards essentially the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have a prediction on that. Cause why <laughs> wouldn't I? Same. Well, they won't they? Will they? Oh, they will. <laughs> um, and then other thing I, I just noticed, which I think is kind of fun, which could be interesting, is just looking at the first couple episode titles. It just looks like every single episode is just a different event that they're catering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of mm. like that. It's not like in an office. It's not. It's not in like their catering hall or something that. It seems like they're shoot. They'll probably sh- they're like basically shooting on location, sort of, you know, mm-hmm. or or in changing up what you're what they're doing every single time. They're doing this j- same job most likely, but mm-hmm. the situation changes. So, I'm into the the difference that that offers for the show. I like that. Um, they do kind of have so like, uh, what are their names? So Henry. Adam Scott is like the bartender and then Roman is the DJ. I think it's just kind of fun that they have their like little niche. Mm -hmm. Jane Lynch is the uh, party goer of the group cheese eater. I don't know. I have no idea what her job was. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I think Kyle, Kyle and Constance were were more so just like waiters you know, our servers. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. Um, Jane Lynch's character. She like everyone else is like actively trying to be in the biz. And she just is like, seems totally checked out. She's literally just hang there to hang. And then Henry like is not at all like a Ben Wyatt. He's like a little bit more of like a bad boy shows up in like a wrinkled shirt. And then, uh, he just kind of doesn't care about anything. I don't know. I liked it. You say Henry's kind of a bad boy. I, I would say Henry's uh, diving somewhere into at least a medium to shallow depression is where <laughs> well, he's located. Well, yeah. <laughs> just without a cause, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's a, he, he's, he, it's, he's walking down that spiral staircase called depression slowly. <laughs> and he's probably about halfway down to the bottom right now. Yeah. A, a bad boy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> bad boy um uh, i don't know uh all in all how did we what did what do we think about this first episode of this show was it uh did it did it make you interested yeah i yeah, think i'm into it like it it felt um like of its time but like not necessarily in a bad way it just kind of felt like a lot of different shows of that era like like a little bit of the office, a little bit of like community or um, trying to think of what other, maybe even like a little bit of arrested development where there's like, or at least early arrested development where there's like jokes, but like a little bit of heart to the characters where it like gets you a little bit engaged. Um, like it's not completely cynical. 
um, but it is like cynical about certain aspects like the job itself and like the shallowness of LA and Hollywood but like the characters are still like you still feel bad for like the spiral that Henry's on like that kind of zone feels very mid to early 2000s yeah that's true I feel like somewhat more recent comedies are just full off cynical um Hmm. i can't think of anything specific but um like a little bit following um always sunny where it's just like Hmm. here's a show of like terrible people yeah (laughs) it's funny and enjoyable but like you're not supposed to care about the characters yeah there's nothing redeeming about these people yeah. they're just you're just watching awful people do ridiculous things and that's where the comedy comes into mm-hmm. whereas that that's not what's happening here mm-hmm. these are real people doing like not great things sometimes but you're kind of like well i kind of get that you're not happy with life mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah hmm. i can see that yeah i'm into it I wanted to watch this. I've I've like seen this uh like trailer or like ad come up on Hulu and like been like, "Oh, yeah, that show. I've been meaning to watch that show." But mostly I think just cuz I I think I just want to watch everything that Adam Scott does. Mm-hmm. Like Ghosted. I watched the pilot for that when it did you guys remember that show? It aired a couple years ago and got canceled like immediately. It was with Craig Robinson. And Adam Scott, who's Daryl from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. I've um, heard, I heard of it, but I never I never saw it. When I saw that, like, commercials that that was going to be on, the Craig Robinson and Adam Scott, I'm like, that's going to be the best show ever. And I think they're, like, ghost hunters. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, was it about ghosts? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's hilarious. And it, <laughs> it, I don't even know that it lasted a whole season. Hmm. And, I, and I watched the pilot and did not stay with it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it was about. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. For them. If it's on something, for you. we'll watch it. All right. Well, we'll watch the first and last of it. Yeah, I I liked I I I liked it in general and I'm I'm actually pretty excited to watch the finale to just watch another episode of it and see see what's up. Um I'm kind of assuming I don't know. I mean, it was on it's on Stars? Is that what it was on? Stars. So, that's why they can hang dongs. <laughs> do they know? Yeah, did they, did they know they were just gonna stop making it? So I, I mean, I, th- I don't even know if it matters if this is gonna be like a finishing it finale. Mm-hmm. It could just be another event, and I think it'll be just a good episode potentially. So it's good. The one thing right away that I thought about this show though was, I think it took me about ten minutes into this episode, the thirty minute episode, before I like decided I liked it. Because right away I was like, do I like this or or is this not, do I not like this? So, but it won me over. The pilot Mm. won me over in the end. I just had a warm up to it. Uh, Should we get into predictions? Yeah. Probs. Sweet. Um, I'm talking, so I'll do mine. Um, Number one, I think we see the commercial. Oh, the beer commercial? Yeah. (laughs) I think we see the commercial. Number two, I think Henry and Lizzie kiss, because why not? Of course. I think some sort of animal runs amok in the event that they're in. Mm. 
<laughs> okay. Um, and then one thing that I noticed was like Adam Scott's character Henry was like taking shots while he was working and not being a good like employee. So I think there are at three or more shots taken in this episode by workers of the catering company. Okay, so they have to be on the clock for it to count. Yeah, yeah, they and yeah, they have to be the the people working, not like the people at the event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. I like it. And those are my four. Um, I can go. I've got um for the first one, it's not. Uh, I would normally avoid a wedding prediction because just like every show has a wedding in the finale, uh, but this <laughs> one I went with that I said that they're catering a wedding. Um, and I just feel like that's a little bit different of a prediction because a, because it's like, it's just season two. So I don't feel like they, like none of the characters are getting married. I don't think, but I think that like they're whatever event they're doing is a wedding. So I hope it's a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess, I was almost like going to guess a funeral, but I was of like, one of the main characters, <laughs> <laughs> Ron Donald's wake. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they're catering a wedding. Um, I think we get a Paul Rudd cameo. I think he slips Ooh, in there just to I want it. be in the show. He hangs dong. He in hangs this one dong. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be so wild. Um, in the first episode, we see their you know white shirt, black pants, uh, pink tie uniform that's on all the posters and stuff. I think the uniform is updated. Um. I don't know what we're going to count as updated, but like just something clearly is different about it. I don't know if it's different color or they got blazers now. Yeah. (laughs) But I think the uniform is updated. Added a blazer. Yeah. Ooh. Um, And my last one is that Ron barfs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like he's back on the wagon. Yeah. He just barfs. I don't think, I don't know that we said that, but Ron mentioned many times throughout the episode that he like, used to party and that he like gave that up nobody asked but he just kept telling everyone (laughs) (laughs) yeah he did just keep offering up information that nobody ever inquired about so i like i like the idea that he's barfing because he's fallen that's terrible okay uh my number one because it's on because we're on stars i think we see Greater to or equal than one boob. Greater than not even episode. not even a not even a full set. Just <laughs> a at least a boob. At least a boob. Okay. Maybe not dong, but but a boob. I think <laughs> there was also a whole lot of racist jokes in this pilot. Like they were I guess, all around that Ron guy, though. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, mostly around the Ron guy. Like saying racist things and there was one one like one of the neighbors said something about losing to jews and a lot of gay jokes i guess it was you know 10 years ago but still (laughs) um so i have greater two or equal than four racisms (laughs) instances of racism (laughs) racisms yeah all right jimmy i'll let you keep track of the racisms I'll keep I'll keep a, a boob tally and a racism's tally. Um, then I have uh, I just wrote Casey and Henry sitting in a tree. I think we'll know it when we see it. 
And then no, I have no. They literally have to be in a tree. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what you uh, said. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's a very if they, visual. If if they are sitting in an actual tree, two points. Ten I'll points. Two points. That. <laughs> Come on, in a literal tree. If they're sitting in a three. tree, I'll give you two points. If they are kissing in a tree, three points. Oh man. Okay. Banging in a tree. Uh, Joe, I have to. I have to confirm that with Joe though. He. I can't. I can I'm not in charge. Wait, All we're right. doing two points for literal tree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems fine. Okay. Uh, oh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, and, then, <laughs> and then I have Roman uh, sells a script. That's like a, a plot point for him. Maybe he's finally getting out of here. The catering biz, I mean. All right. Good for Roman. Because Roman's like the writer of the the group. He's not like an actor, from what I gather. All right. Well, should we uh, watch this last episode? Let's do it. What's it called? No, oh, well, it's called Constance Carmel Wedding. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, Point for Joe. <laughs> Before we even started. Hey, Joe said they're working, so it's possible that none of them are working that in this episode. Possible, yeah. So we'll Let's find out. Real. Stay tuned, <laughs> listeners. We'll be back after the end finale of Party Down. And we're back. We're done with the last episode of Party Down uh, called Constance Carmel Wedding, I believe is what it was called. Carmel Wedding. Maybe Carmel. Caramel. Caramellos. You remember those? I used to love those things. Yes. Is that kind of like a Rolo? Like- I say, wasn't aren't they just fancy Rolos? Well, it, was like, it was just like a giant Rolo bar form. Hmm. Yeah, but way Rolo. better, way better. I don't know, man. Rolos are really good. <laughs> yeah, but the like the caramel in Rolos is more like a chewy caramel, caramel. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are we saying? Yes, this is true. Yeah, caramel had like that that kind of a meltier, runny caramel feel. Mm. Where does this stack up against a Toblerone? Ooh, that's a whole nother. That's a different ball game, man. Oh, it's a Toblerones are obviously more structurally sound because they use the most powerful uh, shape in the known universe, a uh, triangle. <laughs> Is that the thought behind the Toblerone shape? Just strength. I mean, I think the Toblerone is supposed to be like the shape of like a mountain. And that's why it's a triangle. Oh, it's like a like a Alps thing yeah. going. Yeah, I think oh, it's I think I like it's that. like you're supposed to look at the the Toblerone from like the, the the like the like like you're looking down a tunnel and not like you're looking at it like a snake, you know, like the game Snake. Uh, like no, no, we're talking about <laughs> chocolate, Jimmy. Chocolate snakes. <laughs> chocolate snakes. Okay, so this uh, episode is called <laughs> Constance Carmel Wedding. And here's the write-up. Constance reunites with the Party Down catering crew when she hires them to cater her wedding to Howard Greengold, played by Alex Rocco, a former uh, film producer. Casey and the others are worried about her decision as Howard has been married nine times and cheated on them and that Constance may only be marrying him because he is thinking of getting back into the film business. Kyle is confused about a script for a film he is auditioning for, so he gives it to Henry so he can explain it to him. 
Bolas, uh-oh, Lagoji and his daughter Danielle, along with her fiance Stuart, attend the wedding, where Danielle tells Ron she thinks they should end their affair because if her father finds out, Ron might get fired. Roman accidentally eats food with marijuana in it and comes up with an idea for what he thinks is his best script yet. That's a fun side plot. Uh, Howard's daughter Mona makes Constance sign a prenuptial agreement. Uh, Kyle and his band Karma Rocket perform at the wedding, though the song's lyrics accidentally make references to Nazi propaganda and the Holocaust. After taking advice from Constance... Ron confesses his love to Danielle in front of everyone, including her fiancé, and ends up getting punched by Stuart. Danielle ends up choosing Ron over her fiancé and finds out her parents are getting a divorce, giving ownership of Party Down to her mother. Uh, Lydia then gets together with Bolas. Uh, And Lydia is Megan Mullally, which is super fun. Mm -hmm. So she must have joined. Jane Lynch must have left. I think it said she was in 10 episodes. So. Okay. So Jane Lynch must have left, and she was basically the replacement for Jane yeah, Lynch. Yeah, I looked that up in the middle. It said Jane Lynch was in 9, and Megan was in 10. And Bolas is Mitch, uh, Michael Hitchcock, who is in a lot of stuff, and he's in... Including um, things like A Mighty Wind. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Best in Show. Um, so he's he's loved by the Christopher Guest as well. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, where was I? Okay, Casey learns that her scene from the Judd Apatow film uh, got cut out, and Henry tries to comfort her. When Constance and Howard leave the ceremony, he dies in the car. But Constance is thankful for every day she was with him, and it is revealed he did not sign pr- the prenuptial papers. The following day, Henry does not show up to work, and instead goes in for the audition for the script he read. Did we see that? Did I miss that? That was like a almost like a not like a the post credit scene kind of thing. Like yeah, it was like a mid credit scene. It would be like the mm. show's over, like the episode's over. You get the 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 commercial, and then when it comes back, where it would just be like the end credits. It was like a little thing. Yeah, that's before fun. the credits. A little, a little like Marvel Universe mid credits. Yeah, I uh, was must have been writing some notes. I didn't even see that. Um, so what was the deal with the prenup? So in, uh, in the bathroom when Howard runs into Henry cleaning up some old guy's urine, uh, you know, they they have a little, a little head to head and Howard says basically that like he actually does love Constance and that he, He's like 75 and is he's got a bad heart so like if I'm not if I'm if I screw this up my name doesn't mean shit and then mm-hmm. his daughter makes him sign the prenup because she assumes that Constance is a gold digger but then mm-hmm. at the end it turns out that he signed like my name is shit or so, or something Oh he signed lines. a jack shit jack shit yeah instead yeah. of his own name so yeah technically um I think that still counts. <laughs> yeah, if you, your signature can be whatever. So if you yeah, put something on the line, yeah, your signature doesn't have to be your name. It's the point. It's the fact that you signed it with like intent, and uh-huh. there's no way, like as him being dead, that they could prove that he didn't. 
sign it without like he signed it you know yeah that'd be a tough case to there'd be some court battles over that for sure (laughs) yeah that that would not be a that's not clear cut that's not done for sure because like some people i think i think that's a thing like back in the day people used to like sign their name with an x kind of thing Mm -hmm. and people would do that also because like they couldn't write or you know like couldn't spell Mm -hmm. and so they would just go and that would be their signature also just people are lazy too but yeah but that still counts because they quote unquote signed it well okay legal team it was cute so (laughs) i remember like (laughs) learning that late in life like i used to sign my entire like full name and then at some point i realized that you don't need to do that so now i just mostly like like big j <laughs> squiggle 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it, exactly it's like most people's signatures anyway even if you know what their name like you have to like know what their name is mm-hmm. even to read most people's signatures just in general mm-hmm. josh so just, just doodles like, for his signature so yeah i've seen it it's like ghosts and dinosaurs and shit yeah. <laughs> not even letters <laughs> I've done that, but it counts. It's legal. <laughs> Just drawing swastikas on it. Like, what? It's no, legal. Nope. Nope. It's legal. Nope. nope. <laughs> it's legal, nope. though. It's legal, nope. though. <laughs> nope. It would be legal, but no. Nope, Please leave my store, sir. <laughs> yeah. Please get out. I would. I, you are not I welcome. Deserve, no I longer. Out. No longer welcome at this Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be sad. <laughs> now we're no oh, longer welcome okay. at any wendy's oh man um Get your picture up <laughs> wendy's that, my gal so, so the so the girl that ron uh the lady that ron was like having an affair with uh danielle, danielle. was her name in the show her name is uh june diane Raphael. i think mm-hmm. is what her name is yeah she's uh married to paul Shear in real life so she's yeah. definitely made like cameos in things that he, Paul Shear's been in, but she's also in something. She's she's also she's one of those actors that I'm like I can't place you in like a leading role in something, mm. but I I know I've like watched things and you've been in them, and I'm like you're awesome, kind of like Paul so Shear, she, <laughs> yeah, kind of like Paul Shear. But, but like Paul Shear's like, like a, a main character in like the league, and in, you know yeah. he's been in Is like, that he's it? been a constant in <laughs> stuff. Well, that's it. one more. That's one more than I can name than June. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But uh, but like I saw her and I was like, ah, oh, she's great. So I feel like whenever she uh, shows up and stuff, I, I enjoy her as an actor. Yeah. So that was fun to see her in there. And then Jimmy, yeah, you said the the Roman side plot of him just like tripping balls on like pot. Yeah, cookies, way too much weed. Which is really funny. Man, that would be, I I mean, I mean, that's gotta be, that's gotta be a thing for like anybody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't wish that on anybody to like eat a pot cookie and then be like, wait, what did I, you know, like, and don't know yeah, because that I bet, I mean, he probably like for a while, like was like, I think I'm going to die. (laughs) That was losing my mind. (laughs) That was the best. He's on, he's on the toilet. Like on the back of the toilet, not like pooping. Um, and he just is like, EMTs come, and he's just like, either I'm going to die or I've been dead for like a little while. 
can you help? <laughs> ne- neither were true. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because it's one of those things where it's like, uh, no, people do not overdose on marijuana. But it's like, I feel like if you didn't sign up for that, and 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 edibles are definitely depending on what I mean. That guy that made them looked like he was a mega hip, mega hippie dude. So he probably mm-hmm. made some very strong, <laughs> strong cookies. So. That's probably like hours of like being in like some sort of like crazy mental state that you were not prepared to be in. And so it's just like, welcome to five hours of pure hell. <laughs> Good times. It's I one didn't thing get if you're that. Pre- yeah. What? Oh, I was just saying it's one thing if you're prepared for it, but it's another thing if uh, someone tricked you into it or you did it on accident, I bet. Yeah, man. What was I going to say? I don't know. That that was like the only like actual like funny plot line that was happening, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, I mean it was like Constance's husband was like an gross old curmudgeon that was like sexually harassing everybody. Like that wasn't that that wasn't actually funny. <laughs> um, I guess Megan, Megan Mullally's thing. Uh yeah, well she was kind of funny because she kept asking what 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 uh, part is the shank on like a human or whatever flanks right? yeah flanks because she was like if you like flap your flanks in front of him and then she was like what are the flanks is that the vagina <laughs> yeah she was good i want to watch this show just to get to the second season where she comes in yeah she's fantastic she is fantastic um especially like I mean, when she's on Arrest Development too, or not Arrest Development, uh, Parks and Rec, when, and then working side by side with her husband Nick Offerman, you know, like those two, those two together have like insane chemistry when it comes to like comedy. God, they're mm-hmm. so they're both so funny. That's a that's a power couple right there. Oh, that's a it's God tier couple. <laughs> the Lord. If you if they were dropping loot in a video game, it would be it would be the highest tier loot. Ooh, legendary. Yeah, legendary. What's above legendary? Is there Universal. Anything? I don't know. <laughs> no, probably not. Universal also, I healthcare. Mean, before apparently Kyle's band started saying uh, anti-Semitic song lyrics, I was giggling because their band name was Karma Rocket. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to the words very well. Yeah, so I, didn't, I wasn't like, either. I didn't, so I was like, "Dang it!" We, I, I know that it like... started out where he said, "Like this is a song I wrote about like the things that you and I have been through." Like talking to Constance, and he said yeah. it's called "My Struggle." And like yeah. when he first said "My Struggle," I was like, "Why does this sound familiar?" Like it's like this sounds like a like a Creed song or something. <laughs> um, and then like I just remember like the the first lines were about like um like you and i have like blonde hair and blue eyes and then i stopped paying attention to the lyrics <laughs> uh, he's like uh, jane lynch like whispers into his ear and he's like holla what holocaust <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's a good line um yeah his band sounded terrible <laughs> it's like a yeah. some sort of like mix of like a 90s failed uh like rock like bad radio rock band i don't Some know puddle of mud vibe <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, kind of tail end of Creed era. There was a part maybe maybe better than Creed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that uh, Human Clay. Give that album a spin, and you know, get back to me next. Okay, week. yeah, I'll let everyone. <laughs> okay. I'll listen. To, I'll, <laughs> listen I'll, I'll listen to that Creed album before next week and tell you how much time you've of you front, I, front of to back. You wasted. Does that front have back. um with arms wide open on it? Oh, absolutely. Oh. I mean, All I'm not going to listen to it. It better have Arms Wide Open or else why am I even <laughs> listening to it? You, think... When's the last time you listened to With Arms Wide Open all the way through? Because Like the, um, the song? Yeah. When did it come out? What year did I it come know. out? I don't know. But like I listened to it a couple of years ago and like the entire time, like he says, With Arms Wide Open, right? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. It's, it's more like an and with arms wide open, right? <laughs> But then at the very end, the very last time he says with arms wide open, he says with arms wide open. <laughs> like, like, he like, like changes he the vowel. Huh, yeah, he doesn't know. finish it and he changes the vowel from like a pan to like a aw. Huh. Like why why that one time? For dr- <laughs> it's, am- it's amazing that you caught on to that. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, it worked, right? It stuck with you. Yeah, it did. It made me go, huh? Uh, yeah well um listeners uh tweet at us about (laughs) what you think about the creed vowels listen to all of with arms wide open and get back to us (laughs) see what joe's talking about (laughs) um another great part of this episode that was super random out of left field was in the middle of the ceremony um like speak now or forever hold your peace patrick duffy as patrick duffy <laughs> yeah uh comes in of of dallas fame or you know if you're an fnl fan uh step by step dad day by day yeah i know him from step by step like what that was amazing yeah, as himself he does a she lot calls of him she calls him duffles duffles <laughs> <laughs> so good there's another um cameo have you guys seen the there's a family guy episode where at the end it's uh i believe it's supposed to be like a scene of from his like hit 80s show dallas and it's like he's waking up from a dream and that it's like it's like all of family guy was like a dream that he had and like dallas is real life it's very it it, it just it's weird it like bursts into live action as like Patrick Duffy. I do vaguely recall that, yeah. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> uh the other thing I had was that so Howard is played by Alex Rocco, who is um Oh shoot, what's his name? He's in The Godfather. Oh boy. Uh, huh. Is that why he's so old? He, he he's like he's like I mean he's like a big character in The Godfather. This I just couldn't help but think like this seems like a fall from grace <laughs> from like Oh, he plays a, Mo Green in The Godfather. Mo Green. Yes. He's like the Jewish mobster. Yeah. A uh, murderer. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, I was That's like fun. that guy looks really familiar. Why do I know this guy? <laughs> Oh I yeah, mean, looking, he's in The Godfather. Looking through this uh, this show's IMDb, it looks like they have a lot of fun 
cameos. Like, there's a lot of, like, fun people that are, like, one episode, one episode. Mm. Yeah, Kristen Bell plays Adam Scott's, like, girlfriend for a while. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is in this show for a minute. Oh, nice. Um, uh, Joey Lauren, I think uh, Joey Lauren Adams, isn't she married to, is she married to Kevin Smith? I thought you were going to say Joey Lawrence, and now I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, she's the girl in Mallrats who, pretty sure she's oh. the girl in Mallrats who Kevin Smith's like head like flies through the wall. Jane, uh, Silent Bob's head flies through the wall, and she's like getting changed, and she like slaps him. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Ken Ken Jong is in this. Nice. The the guy from Community. He's in. He's and in then stuff. Uh, J- Jennifer Coolidge or Stifler's mom is in is in this. <laughs> So, you know, all the A-listers. Hey, hey, they're all people I recognize, so I'm fine with it. Fair. You can't all get, you can't all, you can't get Beyonce in every show, you know? I thought it was funny that uh, Kristen Bell was in this and you, uh, Josh said that Kyle, like, should have been played by Dax Shepard. Just when is- when when his band started playing and he was like singing, I'm like, I just went to a place where I'm like, man, if this was Dax Shepard, this would be <laughs> awesome. He is kind of a poor man's Dax Shepard. Yeah, that guy. That guy. I don't know why, but the minute I saw Kyle in episode one, I was like, I hate you. Your hair's awful. I'm, I'm not into this. And I was like, I just wish you were Dax Shepard. And then it just increased. It just exponentially kept going up. <laughs> Every time he was on camera, I was just like, I want you to be Dax Shepard. Yeah, I could see it. That's awesome. so, that's another power couple, Kristen Bell. Yeah, I got Shepherd. yeah, I got I got one one big production note on this show, and that's change whoever played <laughs> Kyle to Dax Shepard. <laughs> nice. Or or just give that Kyle guy a haircut. Maybe maybe that's all I need. Hmm. Maybe I'd like him more. Um. Yeah. All, um. All in all, boys, how did you uh, how did you like it? Show a show that you want to watch the other eighteen episodes of, or are you finished with it? I mean, there's only eighteen episodes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. low bar for uh, investment, so I think I'm in. Yeah, that's like one day in quarantine. That's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this does seem like a really good quarantine show. Like, to be honest, mm-hmm. like I've been watching some pretty terrible TV. Like. <laughs> yeah during quarantine and this seems like it would actually at least be like a better it would be a good show you know? step up yeah definitely step up love it so i'm in I, I think it's fun i like it it would probably be better to actually see the growth or non-growth of some of these characters throughout it doesn't seem like very many of them change that much kind of seems like even what like casey was saying to henry at some point when they she was like you don't care about like acting anymore or whatever and then mm. at the very, very end, he goes apparently to like mm. go to the audition. It's like, OK, so you did go 20 episodes and like didn't kind of go back to what you wanted to do or like you just kind of were the bartender mm. and everybody else was like Jane Lynch's character left and they got a new person to just like fill her role in and Megan. So. Mm. It's like, you know, it doesn't seem like many of these characters have a whole lot of movement, but it just seems like where they're at is at least funny. So, 
<laughs> yeah. Seems like a good show. Watched in quarantine. It. Yeah. Should we uh, finish this bad boy up and, and uh, do our predictions? What'd you get, Jash? Well, I got one point. Ooh. Uh, my predictions were we see the commercial. Uh, the commercial was not even mentioned. So I hope they, I hope they, I'll watch this whole show just to see if we see the commercial at some point. Yeah. I bet it's shown at some point. Yeah. Um, my, my one point came from Henry and Lizzie kiss, which mm. is pretty great because, uh, we're, so we're zoom chatting, uh, while we record, but we're also just staying on zoom chat while we watch the show together. And I saw like they kiss and I looked down and Jimmy's like looking away at something on the, <laughs> like we're watching. And then you turn back and look and you're like, oh, they almost kissed. That was close. And I was like, yeah, you didn't. You missed it. They were because well, when I looked, they were about to. But then Ron walked in on them. Yeah. Yeah. They had kissed before that. So they ah. kissed. So that's one point. Um, no animals ran amok around the the place they were at. And I don't think I saw anyone take a shot. And I I said three or more shots, and I I didn't count a single one. So I'm taking one point, though. All right. Cool. Um, I had one also. I had that they're catering a wedding, which, yeah, even before watching the episode, we found out it was true. (laughs) Well, we found out it was a wedding, but we didn't know they were catering it. So But that was, like, confirmed within one minute. Yeah, it was a close one. I was – because – I was also going to write the prediction as like someone's getting married, but not one of the main characters. But, mm. and it's so, like, if I did it that way, that would have been wrong. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So one for catering a wedding, I had Paul Rudd cameo, the uniform is updated and that Ron barfs and neither of those came. So yeah, it's funny that you point. had two choices. It was Paul Rudd or Patrick Duffy and you picked the wrong <laughs> yeah. one. It's always Patrick <laughs> Duffy. I should have known. <laughs> That's that I I want that to become the new what is this? Is this season six? Yes. How long have yes. we been doing this? <laughs> uh, the, the new, new eating season a hot dog. Six thing is yeah, it's Patrick new, Duffy it's, cameo. It's the new octopus monster. Yeah. Alright, what do you got, Jimmy? Oh, I also believe I, I I have uh so there were there were zero boobs. No boobs. There was like there was an old man that peed all over the wall in the bathroom, but yeah, and I don't think he even hung dong though. I think we just I mean no, heard he, urine. He was well, you could see the stream coming out from like okay, you could see it. Okay, but yeah, there was no dong hangage. <laughs> uh, and then I had four racisms, and I think really like there was a lot of Jewish stuff, but it was actually pretty mostly tasteful, <laughs> except for uh, Kyle's band. There was that so, holocaustism in the song, but, um, but even that, that's, uh, you know, it's, it wasn't like a blatant, he didn't try to do that. That was an idiot just being dumb. Yeah. Um, so then I had Casey and Henry sitting in a tree, which does seem like they were dating, obviously. Yep. They were smooching. And then Roman sells a script. He wrote a script. Or somebody wrote it for him on toilet paper while he was very high. <laughs> and then he found out about it again later because <laughs> he forgot. Yeah. All right. One point, one. one point all around. Congratulations, all right. boys. We did it. 
this episode's a wash when it comes <laughs> to points. But I'm just know. happy to put points on the board. Yeah, it's always yeah. nice. Yeah. I uh haven't I haven't <laughs> logged in the points this season yet, so I don't I don't quite know where we're at, but um I don't oh, think man. anyone's pulling away quite we yet. We need a leaderboard. So. Otherwise, what is this for? <laughs> it's just, just no use. What are we doing? Um, well, that's about it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening this week. It's a, uh, it seems like it's a long one. We uh, we had a lot to say about some of this show and some about other random stuff. But we appreciate you for sticking around. Um, we'll be back for another episode next week. If you want to get a hold of us, do a show suggestion or whatnot, you can hit us up on Gmail or on Twitter at F-N-L podcast. F-A-N-D-L. Fandle. 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 Uh, mm. um, Fandle. Yeah. No, it's something else. <laughs> nope. No, don't do that. Nope. That's internet gambling. Um, yeah, hit us up at uh, F-N-L podcast, Gmail or Twitter, and we uh, will take that suggestion to heart. And maybe, uh, maybe we'll do that show. But uh, until then, stay safe. Uh, and, you know, if you haven't, listen to one of the other 130 episodes that we've made. <laughs> you know, if you're bored, you don't, you got yourself uh, stuck inside doing nothing. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.